Blog Talk Radio. Hey, what up, Q? What up, Radio World? My name is Quincy. And this is my show, the Talk to Q Radio Show. It's almost like posting a blog, except I'm doing it live. My name is Quincy, and this is my show. And um, I apologize. We had some technical difficulties um, trying to get the show started. So I'm starting about almost 30 minutes later than normal. But I appreciate those of you who decided to hang around and give the Talk to Q radio show a listen anyway. Okay. But before I get started, let me do a little show maintenance and explain how this show works for those of you out there who are new. This show is a platform for you, the callers, the chat room participants, the social networkers. All of you have the opportunity to voice chat or tweet your opinions to me and be heard worldwide and completely uncensored. Because here on T2Q, there are no experts, just opinions. Unlike most shows where you simply just listen to the host talk on and on, I allow you the opportunity to speak your mind. You can join my show legends each episode and discuss a wide range of things like relationships, current events, sports, politics, and more. This show is very informal by design because, let's face it, my style is very unorthodox in nature. The topics are random, but they're relevant with what's going on in the world today. The call-in number to step on your soapbox is 347-202-0215. That's 347-202-0215. If you decide to call in and you get the urge to voice your opinion, then after you connect, simply hit one on your dial pad. That lets me know that you're ready to speak, and it places you in the host queue. And please mute your phone if you're not speaking at the time because background noise picks up easily over cell phones and headsets. Now, another way you can contribute to the show is to follow me on Twitter at TalkToQ. 
There is a live tweet chat that occurs during the show, and you can respond to some of the same questions that I'm asking over the air in most cases. Please search and use hashtag T2Q to read and respond to all show tweets. If you want to learn more about me, the show, or the show legends, then journey on over to TalkToQ.com. And if you can't listen to the entire show live, then you can find T2Q on iTunes and just pick up where you left off. Maintenance complete. All right. T2Q radio show number, what is this, 511 starts right after these words from my official sponsor, BatterRiser.com, and offered by you. And I don't think my ad is playing. All right. That might be part of the technical difficulties that I'm having. So I will check back with that. I have to apologize to my sponsors. Okay. So we'll go ahead and get started with the show and talk about birthday celebrations. The one time per year that you can make all things about you coming into the world. All right. The one time per year that the focus is solely on you and no one else. Everyone loves a good birthday party, right? Well, not everyone. I don't make a big deal out of my birthday. I mean, you know, I try to live every day as if it's my birthday. So although I'm appreciative of seeing another year, a celebration really isn't all that necessary for me. But I don't hate on those who want to turn up on theirs, you know. Um, But there's some people who think that, Sometimes birthday turnups can cross the line between a celebration and narcissism. On tonight's show, we'll discuss how we celebrate birthdays. What do you do when you celebrate a birthday with someone close? What do you do when you, your birthday is near a gift-giving holiday? What do you do when your birthday falls on the same day as an important event? That's what we'll discuss tonight on the Talk to Q radio show. No experts, just opinions. Brought to you by BattleRiser. Batterizer.com. All right, let me go to the phone lines and bring on the one person who has held out and decided to call in. The 248 area code outside the Motor City of Detroit. And welcome on the author, the show legend, Crystal Hickerson. Crystal, what's going on? Hey, Q. How are you? I'm doing well. I wonder why your theme song playing in my ad didn't play. Go figure. Because it's me. (laughs) Me and Big John. (laughs) All right. Okay, I will try to see if I can get started. I got some things going on on Facebook. I just changed my um, event reminder to September the 8th. I was changing the show up, and the next thing I know, the young lady said, hey, let me try one more thing to see if I can get it to work. And lo and behold, (laughs) I'm on the air. Not sure if that's good or bad. That might be one of those deals where I probably should have just rescheduled because now I'm thrown <laughs> off completely. But we'll go ahead and kick the show and uh, do what we do and until someone else, is call, someone else calls in. Um, mm-hmm. All right, 14 questions about celebrating your birthday on tonight's show. First of all, Crystal, how important is celebrating your birthday on a scale of 1 to 10? 10. 10, why is it so important to you? 
Well, I mean, uh, while my birthday is important um, and other holidays are important as well to celebrate. So I'm a firm believer in doing something for my birthday. And um, I don't know, because it's it's a day that you can, you know, do something special. And so I don't see why you shouldn't celebrate your birthday. It's your birthday. Okay. Now... Do you turn up each and every year on your birthday, or, I mean, what's a birthday celebration for you? Well, I um, I enjoy going out to dinner, so I usually go out to dinner or something like that. So um, for the last few years, usually my son will take me somewhere and I'll have a big steak or something, because that's what I like. <laughs> so. And, um, well... I guess it's about as turned up, I guess, as I can get. I don't have parties. I've never really had gotten into having a party for myself or something like that. I don't really. I just do something that I enjoy doing um, that I haven't had a chance to do or something like that, and someone else pays for it, which is great. Okay. And I don't know, like for me, my, the only thing that I just have to do on my birthday is have a steak. Uh, as long as mm-hmm. I have a steak. I'm good. I've celebrated my birthday. Everything's cool. Um, I don't necessarily do parties. I haven't actually had a party since I was a kid, and so you know, I'm I'm not gonna rent out a club or anything like that. It's just just not me. Um, if I'm with someone, I prefer to spend it with them. But well, I kind of get into that a little later. Um, okay. So, what about the people who count down their birthday? Like you'll. Maybe see them on social media, or maybe you'll see them on the job, and they're counting down. You know, oh, seventeen days to my birthday, or all that stuff. I mean, does that rub you the wrong way? Are you cool with that? Does it not matter? I think it's funny. I've had you know, maybe one or two people who've done that before, and I just think it's hilarious. And but it's effective because what it does is um, it always keeps the people around them, you know, thinking about, okay, what well, I got to get her, the birthday, we know, and she just told us a few minutes ago, and it's like, you know, it becomes like a bill or something I got to pay. So I make sure that um, I do something, get her something, or, you know, because it's obviously pretty important, but I think it's funny when people do that, but it doesn't rub me the wrong way. I just, I think it's kind of, crazy it's for you know you have to have a certain kind of personality to do something like that so so i I mean i know some people feel it you know feel a little differently about it and i I guess sometimes it can be aggravating if it's um you know a whole six seven eight weeks before the birthday and it's like okay am i gonna have to listen to this for the next six or seven weeks but uh (laughs) I mean, it just kind of depends. And sometimes it depends on the person. A lot of times if you don't like the person, then you're not going to care. You know, if it's a day, you're going to be like, okay, well, you just shut up and get out of my face. But, all right. Well, yeah, so, hopefully they wouldn't tell somebody like that because they don't like them. They wouldn't say anything to them. Hopefully not. That would be kind of crazy. But, yeah. So, all right. So, um, you know, when birthdays are important to a lot of people, but how do you feel if a family member, a significant other, or a friend forgets your birthday? And I don't mean like, you know, 
distant family that you may see every blue moon. I mean, like someone you interact with on a regular basis, a significant other or a friend. Well, I would be upset if my significant other forgot my birthday because it's important to me. And so that's, yeah, that's bad. That's like a check off, you know, kind of a thing. So that would totally piss me off. Um, because, you know, I mean, if it's someone's birthday and you, if you're with them, then you obviously know whether it's something that's important. Or even if the person says it's not, it's like, oh, it's not a big thing to me, um, you would still get her something. Um, you know, just like women who say, oh, I don't care about flowers. You know, it's bullshit. You know, so, I mean, do it anyway. Get them something. You know, something as a card or whatever, you know, just go ahead and and get it and acknowledge the birthday, you know. But, yeah, don't just ignore it, even if they've said it's not a big deal. It's a big deal. It was a big deal if you don't do anything, because everybody will remind you of the fact, because they'll ask, so what did you guys do on your birthday? Like, oh, nothing. It's like, nothing? You didn't do anything? I mean, what kind of guy is he? Fucking loser. So, yeah. (laughs) Just do something. Because if you do something and she says, well, I told you you didn't have to do anything. And um, so the next day when her girlfriend's asked, so what did y'all do? He's like, well, I told him I didn't want to do anything. But, you know, you took me out. We went we went to dinner. And it's like, oh, that's so sweet. See? You had fun. You know, so it would be nice. That's how you win points. Uh-uh. I don't know. I mean, you sh- I-, I definitely don't believe that a guy should ever take a woman literally when she says you don't have to do something. I, yeah, I mean, that's yeah, just that's set stupid. you up for the okey-doke. <laughs> that right. is set you up for the okey-doke, man. You're going to, oh, boy, please don't fall for that. All right, <laughs> right. So, don't fall for that shit. <laughs> she's setting you up for future presence when she does that. Yeah. All right, so does your relationship status determine how you celebrate your birthday, like a romantic night out if you're married or booed up or to get turned up if you're single? Uh, yeah, I guess it could depend. Um, if you are, you know, in a serious relationship, you know, then, yeah, it should be, you know, special between the two of you. Um, if you have, like, a group of friends, then maybe you can invite people over. It depends on how you like um, celebrating. Some people like dinner parties. Uh, some people like going to the club. So I guess it really depends on them. But, um your mate should be involved, heavily involved in the planning and all that kind of stuff of of your party or something. Yeah. And on Facebook, uh, Sherry chimed in from Priceless Minds, and she says that uh, she celebrated her 40th birthday without her husband who was in another state. So she got some mm. college friends and family and said it was awesome. Uh, had a DJ that did college parties at her school, and that person DJed her 40th. And she felt like being an undergrad all all over again. So, um, well, see, I guess special we, birthdays like that are different. Yeah, those are different. Different in regard regarding what, as far as well, you know, sometimes they are more of a special occasion. So, um, especially when you have like um, milestone kinds of birthdays, like forty can be a milestone, mm-hmm. fifty or or something like that. Uh, whatever it means something to you, then you might want to do something like she did, like do a girls' night or vacation, go to Vegas and get crazy. I mean, you know, that kind of 
celebration of youth or something, you know, when you do, when you have those 40th birthdays or, you know. So, yeah, that kind of thing. You might not necessarily want your mate there <laughs> when you do it. Mm. <laughs> okay. And uh, 347-202-0215 is the number on the Talk to Q radio show. Got a couple of people holding. Hit one when you want to chime in. And so... For you, if you had a choice between a birthday celebration with your family, a birthday turn-up with friends, um, or just a quiet evening at home, what would be your choice? Um, huh. Well, I guess it would all depend on the people, you know, which ones I want to actually spend time with. Um, for me, probably, you know, friends. At you know a club or something um, would be funner. <laughs> so probably that. Yeah, funner is my word. <laughs> Let me go to the eight six five area code in Tennessee and bring on Daddy Rich. What's happening, man? What's going on? Not much, of course, bro. You know, I'm I'm turning up, <laughs> so I'm I'm going with my homies. <laughs> <laughs> You're turning up on your birthday, huh? I'm turning now, what, up. What's what's considered a turn up for you, Daddy Rich? What what involves a turn up? Probably my homies and my girl, you know, my lady. We'll go out. They'll bring their ladies. We'll go to a little club or something. They have some drinks, you know, dance, do a little dancing, you know, cut up, paint the town, man, and come home, you know. Probably had a little private party back at the house chill out, and then everybody go home, and then, it, you know, it's turn up time, man. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. I got you. Okay. And uh, I just, with me, I don't know. I can just go to, I don't know. I've always wanted to keep it simple. I, for some reason, just when people are celebrating me, like when people sing happy birthday to me, I get uncomfortable. And it's very difficult to make me uncomfortable. When I have people standing around singing at me and I'm just sitting there looking, it just, I don't know, maybe because I'm not talking. Normally when I'm talking, I'm great with crowds. But when people are just staring at me, it's just just an uncomfortable feeling. But So the best venue to celebrate a birthday for a lot of people is a nightclub. Um, have any of you ever rented out like a hotel room or a hotel conference room or anything like that? No. <laughs> no. No. Indeed. No, 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 no. Indeed. <laughs> <laughs> so I think, you know, sometimes I've heard of people doing it big. They'll rent one of those conference rooms at a hotel and um, basically just try to do it big there. But, all right, so let me ask this, all right? Some people like to travel on their birthdays, okay? So if you had to pick, and Crystal, I'll ask you first. If you had your choice between four cities, New Orleans, New York City, Los Angeles, well, five cities, South Beach, or Vegas, where are you celebrating your birthday? Vegas. Vegas, even though you've <laughs> been there, lived there? Yeah. Probably, well, I've lived in New York, too, so New York is, is no, New York is good, but I wouldn't do it on a birthday. Vegas is good for a birthday because it's like a party wherever you go. New York is a kind of different type of trip, you know, that I would think of. But, um, yeah, Vegas. Vegas, baby. 
Daddy Rich, what about you, man? I'm going to say ditto. We're going Vegas. It's on turn up because it's all turn up in Vegas, man. You you Look here, man. You get in the casinos, you're not coming out to the next day if you come out then. You know, I love it. I love it. I love Vegas, man. Best place in the world to turn up. All right. Let me go to the Skype line and go to the Emerald Coastline of Pensacola, Florida, and welcome on my man, Buck. What's going on, bro? What up, what up? How's everybody doing this evening? Cool. And, Buck, if you had your choice, man, between New Orleans, New York City, Los Angeles, South Beach, or Vegas, where are you going? South Beach. South Beach, why is that? You're already in Florida. I know I'm already in Florida, but the only thing, man, well, I would say South Beach because it's been a long time since I've been there and I've been wanting to go. But um, my my next choice would be Vegas because my two older sons live there, and we could all celebrate, you know, my birthday together. So Vegas would probably be my next choice, but my first choice, South Beach, because, you know, it's just been a while since I've been there. It's, just time, it's time to go down there. Well, maybe not this week because there's a damn storm coming, but it's just time. <laughs> all right. Okay. And let me go to the 618 area code. Uh, actually, he just dropped out. That's a bad man. I think he just dropped off. So maybe he'll dial back in. But, all right, so, Crystal, I know this is very important for the ladies. All right. Mm-hmm. How much do you spend on an outfit for a birthday celebration in your honor? Because I'm guessing you need a totally different, out, totally new outfit with sh- shoes and everything, right? Yeah, I mean, you know, especially, you know, if I'm going out somewhere nice, you know, you know, with my man or whatever. So, yeah, I mean, you want to get something new, something, you know, a neck and new dress or something. And I mean, what's your max? You know, what, what, what's the most you'll spend? Oh, gosh, that that can be tricky. That could, I mean, it just really depends. Maybe $100. No, that's not enough. That's like a, just a dress. But, I mean... Two hundred. Well, you gotta get the shoes too. So you're playing hair and nail. Come on with it. Oh yeah. See now. See that's why I said it's tricky. <laughs> you know, when you it depends. I mean, I may have already had my hair done. Who knows? So um, and yeah, but yeah, nails. I don't include that in the outfit, but because that's every day you gotta do that. But I mean, that's all right, pretty let's just say two hundred how much? Just two hundred for the outfit, because you can't get the shoes and then you know your dress. All right, let me go back to the six one eight area code to the land of Lincoln. Welcome on the Batman. Batman, what's happening? Not much. And Batman, how how much do would you spend on an outfit for your birthday? If you're celebrating your birthday, you're gonna get crump. How much would you spend on an outfit that's I celebrating a day in your honor. Well, probably it wouldn't be. I mean, it w- I wouldn't go like overboard with it, but you know, I would. It depend on what kind. In my younger days, you know, I probably it would have been real simple. You know, just a pair of Dickies, um, probably a, a white T-shirt, pair of shoes. But you know, being older now, you know, 
I'll probably I'll be dressed something fly, you know, slacks, nice shirt, good pair of shoes. But uh, I probably say now I'll probably probably be about one hundred twenty-five. Okay, that's that's not bad. You all, anybody go higher than that? One twenty-five. Yeah, I mean it just depends, you know, because you never know. Um, how much, especially for women, you never know how much an outfit is actually going to end up costing. I mean, sometimes you can get some really good deals, but sometimes no. And it depends on what you already have in your closet. I mean, as far as... What are you a wear something you've worn before? I didn't know women did that. That's what I was going to say. I'm not spending nothing. (laughs) I'm wearing what I got. Daddy Rich has got nice stuff, so Daddy Rich is going to wear that. Well, that's what I'm saying. Sometimes things, you may have stuff. something already. And women have stuff in their closet that they've never worn. <laughs> okay, no, You just true. buy shit to just be buying shit, you know. So you may have something that you're saving oh, for boy. a nice of, time. Speaking of, uh, speaking of birthdays, oh, mine is coming up. And it's right at they have in my class reunion, which is kind of weird, you know. Because, damn. 25 years out of school? Holy shit. It's hard to believe that. <laughs> 25 20 years I've been out of school. Mm-hmm. And, oh, boy. Number, it's like now it's just like your birthdays are just, they just creep, they just come up out of nowhere and nowhere. You know, should you celebrating 40th? And then you turn around, it's 44, then... Yeah, after 30, around, they just run And then 50. Yeah, they just run all together after after 30. I don't know, when it but comes you know to what's so cute? But, but, you know what's, what's really a trip, though? If you... I just seen Unsung on, on I'll Be Sure. <laughs> and it, it's hard to believe it's been over 25, you know, 27, all these years. Oh, yeah. Just... Just jumped on us. It seemed like yesterday, you know, we were just we was New Jack, New Jack Swing kids. You know, we had the fly, fly. Uh, <laughs> you know, we had the uh, the high tops, and you know, and bugle boy jeans and polo cologne. You know, <laughs> ooh boy, time yeah, the green but. stuff, the, the green stuff. <laughs> oh yeah. But we couldn't wait to grow up. We wanted to be grown, and now we're grown and we got bills. Yeah, we got bills. We got Sometimes you get what yeah. you ask for. So, and you know, and, and no one told me that once those bills started, that they don't stop. So, uh, my mom told me a long time ago. Give me algebra homework any day. I used to complain about that. I'll take that in a heartbeat. Oh, right man, one, on one of my birthdays, one year, I was in there. I was um, still in, in boot camp. And so you know what they did for my birthday? I had to take a drug test, and then I had to go outside and cut a yard. And I oh, said, man. that's a hell of a way to bring in your damn 19th birthday. That's what's up. <laughs> Shit, they didn't, nobody took me to the bar. Nobody did nothing. They just said, all right, private, go out there, you, go out there and cut the grass. But all right, so let me ask you all this: What if you? And this is um, I actually have a friend of mine, an associate of mine, who has this dilemma. Her birthday weekend falls 
on the same weekend as her friend's wedding. Okay. Now, when I say friend, mm-hmm. I'm, I don't mean someone who's close enough to where you're in the wedding, but close enough to where you would attend the wedding. Right? This is someone that you communicate with pretty much on a daily basis. Uh, now, of course, the friend didn't plan it that way. It's just that when you're planning a wedding, you got to get the dates that you can secure, you know, because it's not easy finding venues at all, all the time. And I'm pretty sure at the time she secured it, she didn't know that old girl that planned a birthday turn up in New Orleans. So, uh, Buck, I'll ask you this question first. What do you do when your birthday that you're planning on celebrating Celebrate. falls on the same falls day? On the same day. As an important event, you got to go to an important event because, I mean, if you don't, man, you might you might irritate some people and make them mad. So, you know, you have to put your birthday on. You know, birthday can be celebrated all week. You know, when I do my birthday celebration, it's a week long, could be a month long event. So, you know, when you have special occasions, you have to make sure you be a part of that. Crystal, what do you think? I don't know. Okay. I mean, I've already had my plans made. I mean, okay, first of all, if I was in the wedding, you know, that means I'm closer to her, then that would be a different thing. But I'm not in the wedding. I'm just invited. So I'll see see you at, you know, your anniversary or some shit. I don't know. I mean, I'll give you a good gift. Maybe I'll send you, like, a little... um, video or something saying, you know, happy, you know, <laughs> congratulations or some shit. Well, no, you can. That's a new video. And um, a gift, spiteful. you know, a gift or whatever. But I'm out, you know. See ya. Yeah, I mean, Daddy like, Rich, like he gives us something. Sorry, I'm sorry. Daddy Rich, what are you saying, man? <laughs> man, it's like this. I'm going to be like this. I'm going to tell them, say, look, I'm going to come through for a minute. But I got some things I got to do. So don't be mad when you look up and I'm not around when you're celebrating because I got to celebrate myself. But I'm going to come and see you get the ring and all that stuff and walk down the aisle and get on out of there and throw the rice. After that, dog, you're not going to see me. So I would do both of them, you know, just because it's a friend, you know, and somebody I acquaint with every day. So I'm going to deal with that, you know. But, you know, I'm only going to give them so much of my time, you know, and then I'm gone. Okay. And Batman? Well, if, it's, if I'm if I'm in the wedding and it's my birthday, guess what? We're going to have a crunk-ass birthday slash wedding. Because that wedding going to be turned up and the after party is going to be off. The chain. Shit, we gonna get hella, 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 hella drunk. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I think it's a tough one. Uh, like I said, I, I know someone who's gonna, you know, she's going to New Orleans, she's gonna get a party bus, have her friends, they're gonna ride around the French Quarter in the party bus and get drunk. And, um, well, to be honest with you, I'm kind of in this too because uh, I got invited to the party bus and the wedding, so I might ha- I might have a decision to make. But um, you know, I just think that it's it's kind of difficult. You don't 
you know that you're, you can celebrate your birthday at any time, and a person can't necessarily celebrate a wedding at any time. But um, I don't know. I, I kind of with you, Crystal. If I'm not in the wedding, then I you know I watch the DVD if you send it to me. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> so I don't know. That's just a, that's just a little, little bit kind of a. Uh, dilemma now, you know, Crystal, with it being women, is that going to be different? Is that going to make it um, a little more volatile? No, no. I mean, I'm like this. I mean, it depends on where. If I live in Louisiana, then maybe that's not a big deal, okay? But I don't live in Louisiana, so I've planned a trip, okay? And so can I get my money back from all my tickets and everything that I've, you know, planned? No. So, I mean, I've just wasted this trip and everything and and my plane ticket or whatever. So that depends on how far, you know, this you know this trip it actually is. And if this person lives there, then maybe they can decide, okay, well, we'll drive down or whatever the next weekend or another weekend. So it's not that big of a deal. But if it's a trip, no. I'm not hell in no, the wedding. Hell no, I'm not going either. Yeah, hell no. I'm not doing that. If it's a trip, okay. no. <laughs> Forget it. Good, good job, buddy. Congratulations. <laughs> but I'm, right. not Congratulations. No, I'm not spending no damn money on this. You understand? <laughs> no. No, no, no. Mm-hmm. Daddy may be uh, rich, but daddy ain't no fool. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, how about this then? And, and, I'll go back to, let me go back to you on this bad man. Do you think some people, not necessarily you, but do you think some people feel, quote unquote, some type of way if they share a birthday with a friend or a close relative? You know, I mean, here it is, your birthday turn up, but, you know, you have a first cousin who has a birthday on the same day. Or your your best friend has a birthday on the same, well, maybe not best friend, just someone you know has a birthday on the same day. Does that take away from your shine? Or a person shine. Hell no. Hell no, I ain't gonna take away from my shine because look, you do you do what you do, I'm gonna do what I do. If you wanna if you wanna join in with me, by all means. But I ain't gonna lose no sleep. I ain't gonna fucking cry, cause guess what? That's gonna be more liquor for me to drink. <laughs> okay. And Buck, what about you, man? Do you think some people uh, lose a little shine uh, when they celebrate birthdays together. Mm. Together. Well, you, you, yeah, I guess so to a point, but I don't, I don't think so because my friend Nigeria and I, we've done that a few times here, um, where we will, you know, go to a place and you know celebrate our birthdays together. Um, our birthdays are kind of close, but they're not, you know, they're all in the month of January. So the three of us kind of celebrate them all together. And, I mean, we all get our, you know, if you want to call it 15 minutes of fame or whatever. But, you know, really and truthfully for me, I mean, just as long as people show up for, the birth, you know, for a celebration, I'm good with that. I'm not really expecting a whole lot of fanfare. Just being, you know, just having the camaraderie of everybody showing up is good enough for me. I'm not expecting presents or anything like that. I'm not even a drink for that matter. Just, you know, just... Well, I mean, it's not necessary. Just as long as you show up and we have a good time, we party and, 
you know, I'm good with that. You know, everything else is just a bonus. I mean, you know, I could be gone tomorrow. So the the thing is, you know, let's have fun, let's party, let's, you know, let's do it up. So that's the way I look at it. Okay. Danny Rich? I mean, is it a big yeah, deal when does it, quit. Does, it still, does it still a person shine when they have to celebrate the same birthday with a, a close relative or a close friend? It's not. It's no longer just your day. Now it's someone else's day too. No, nah, it ain't gonna bother me, you know, because I'm gonna do what I got to do. You know, it it is. They can do their thing. I'm gonna do my thing. So it's just, you know, to me, it don't matter. You know what I'm saying? It ain't gonna take my shine away because that's their thing. That's their day. It's my day too. They can celebrate it how they want to celebrate it how I want. It ain't going to bother me at all. It ain't Because my set of people, the people that I'm around are going to be the ones I want to be around me. They're going to have those people around them. Most of the people I have around me is not family anyway. So <clears throat> if it was a family member, then it wouldn't be a problem. Or, you know, most of my friends, per se, you know, you, you would call them. The close ones would be the only ones around me. The other ones, you know, or whatever they know, the ones know who would be with me, so it wouldn't bother me now. Okay. I I just uh, I don't know. I know I do know of someone who celebrated a birthday with a person at their church, and they used to celebrate together, and it wasn't that big of a deal. But yeah, some folks who don't like to to share celebrations. Let me go to the Magnolia State of Mississippi and to the six hundred one and bring on Eminem. What's happening, man? Hey, what up, Q? What up, Radio World? All right, Eminem, and man, uh, how do you? How does a person handle their birthday being near or on a gift-giving holiday? Like if it's right next to Christmas, or for for the ladies, is it right? If it's right next to Valentine's Day? Oh man, you know, depend on type of <clears throat> what person, what type of person you are, you know, and. and uh, how much of a social leap, social light, however you want to pronounce it, you are, you know, it could be great. Now, if you somebody that, you know, if somebody, you know, just kind of, you know, I ain't going to say a loner, but, you know, the type of person where you ain't going to get shit really on either day, uh, well, I guess it, it's, it's kind of messed up. But if you somebody that's, you know, uh, pretty popular to an extent, Oh man, it could be great. You know, it's like shit. You know, you can, uh, especially for a guy, man. You know, you get, you know, head on your birthday, and you know, some some pussy on Christmas the next day. You know, just balance it out. <laughs> but uh, if you are, you know, uh, female or whatever, you get money on this day and something nice on another day. So you know, it all depends on the person. You know. Crystal, if your birthday fell on, you know, December 26th, how do you expect that to get handled? Well, I think it's awful when when someone's birthday falls on a major holiday like a Christmas where people are getting presents already Um, because, yeah, that's bad. But I I guess the only thing you could do is really just take one of the gifts that you were going to give for Christmas and then – Give it to them for their birthday. I mean, 
and that's really what it would feel like it would be anyway, you know, even though because there's so many um, celebrations happening. I mean, yeah, you can you can say, all right, well, this is we're going to do this for your birthday today. But, you know, I mean, but hell, it's Jesus for crying out loud. <laughs> you're, you're not over hey. him. So you're competing hey. with a fucking God. I mean, how are you going to compete with hey, that Chris, shit? But check this out, though. Yeah. For the person buying the gift, what you can do is you can get the, the, the all right, just say if somebody was going to get two gifts, right? But you you take the most expensive gift and you buy that and that'll be the day after Christmas. You get that shit on sale and that'd be like, hey, it's birthday present. See what I'm saying? You got that shit half off. <laughs> See, look, well, don't tell what y'all them are that. talking about? No, I'm not. What y'all no, are talking not. about? You can't only happens with that. us because you know how black folks are. Your parents will tell you, look here, your birthday is right here at Christmas, man. So you go get this. This thing, you better pick the main thing you want. But see, with white folks, now, I'm going to tell you this, because I've sat here and gone through this. I've seen this happen. This, there's a kid, my stepdaughter, her birthday is the day after Christmas, right? There's no problem. Nobody even says nothing about that. There ain't no problems at all. They, We all know there's going to be presents in two days for her. She's going to get them Christmas Day and then the day after. That's crazy. Now, see, in our family, Guarantee your daddy and mom is going to tell you, look at man, this day right here, <laughs> Christmas, that's your birthday and Christmas right there, dog. That's it. All in one. We're not going no further than that right there. We don't have another day. We might have some cake tomorrow, but that's it. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, or they do this. They take, like, uh, they, 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 they rob the Christmas tree. And instead of you waking up to four gifts, you're like, damn, you know, it's like a box missing. Then you get the other shit in the same box the next day for your birthday. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, it's, you know, it's almost, with some people, you know, you you hate to to cheat them and get them one gift. You know, I think that's kind of wrong. I mean, you don't want to buy someone an Xbox for Christmas and then give them the controller for Thursday. <laughs> but uh, it's just difficult because it's almost like if your birthday falls on Christmas, you're never going to open presents alone. It's always, well, I guess. If oh, you yeah. Know, I mean, it's always going to be someone else opening presents on your day. And I don't know how that feels. I can't imagine how that feels. Well, it sucks. I mean, it sucks. sucks. I mean, it sucks. Well, well, it really, really sucks. <laughs> my my birthday falls in January, and I, I oftentimes got my birthday and Christmas gift together. So it sucks. See, the same way. One of my son's birthday is on the 29th. And he he kind of got the same thing, you know, birthday, Christmas, at the same time. So I mean, it's you know, it's kind of when they when it falls together like that. I mean, it's you know, it's kind of it can be difficult. Man, I don't know what's going on right now. I'm hearing so much stuff in the background. It's an echo. Some duck phone. All right, so um, a couple more questions. A couple more questions. 
let me go to Badman. Badman, you're having a party at your house, your birthday. Is everyone that you invite to that party required to bring a gift? Oh, shoot, Batman got him. All right. <laughs> Daddy Rich, I'll go to you. He just sneaks off. Daddy Rich, is everyone that's invited to your party required to bring something? Ma'am, I'm not going to say they're required, man, but it's out of respect, I'd hope they at least bring me a bottle of Crown or something like that, some Jack, something I can drink. Here, man, you know, happy birthday. But I wouldn't require it, but I would hope, that they would think that, that you know, was well, his birthday. I'm going to go over here and party. You ain't just going to go over here, man, and just drink up my stuff and not bring nothing. Now, come on now, dog. This is my day. Bring a little something, and I'll drink with you. You know what I'm saying? At least I'm going to meet you halfway. <laughs> okay. And what about you, um, Buck? Kind of like Daddy Rich, Daddy Rich said, you know, you would you would think, you know, coming to the house to have a party, you should at least bring something, bottle of crown, something like that. Um, it's not required, you know. Like I said earlier, just as long as you show up, that's good enough for me because, you know, it's always good to enjoy good friends and you know family and what whatnot. So you know, but it would be nice, you know, to at least bring something. Okay. And uh, I don't know, Crystal. What about you? Well, I guess just what everybody else said. I mean, you don't. It's not required um, for you to bring something, but yeah, you would hope that you would bring something. You know, especially at least a bottle of tequila. I mean, come on. Mm-hmm. And my man, right? Yeah. I remember Ryan Walker chimed in on Facebook, and she he asked me to ask you all, <laughs> do you go um, on Facebook every day and wish your friend, your Facebook friends a happy birthday uh, on a daily basis? Anybody do that? I do. Just the people I already, and I don't, I, I mean, I get those, like, birthday thingies, of course, but I don't wish anybody happy birthday unless... I want to wish him happy birthday. I mean, you know, somebody that I would say it if I was standing there, you know, with them. So unless I fuck not, with them, that's what it is. Right, right, right. <laughs> I gotta be fucking with him, man. Because uh, you know, otherwise, no. Nah, I mean, no. Nah, <laughs> not gonna even, you know. Okay. I, I do. Mean, fall, I do. All stuff. <laughs> you do, you say you do, but yeah, I do. Yeah. Any random? Well, I mean, if I went to the way I look at it is like this: first of all, if they're on my Facebook page, then they they should be relevant. Second of all, I mean, they're friends, people I went to school with. They're not any coworkers or anything. I don't have any coworkers on my Facebook page. So, Mm -hmm. if it's people, you know, people I went to school with, people I used to hang with, or something like that, then yes, you know, you know, their birthday covered up. Then yeah, I'll tell them happy birthday, and depending on how. How close I am with them, then you know I may put, you know I may you know you know send some words of encouragement or something like that. But but in any event, I will say happy birthday. Okay. Yeah, that's nice. Sometimes and, I just uh, forget. I do it to the people that um, 
I'm I'm cool with. Like now, if you're in the T2Q group on Facebook, I'll try to make sure to hit you up and put a picture of a cake out there for you. But um, yeah, I love cakes. Yeah, but as far as anybody that's not in that group, if I'm cool with you to the point where maybe you've been on the show or I chat with you every now and then, I'll send a birthday shout. But just some random Facebook friend and nah, you're you're good. <laughs> you know, that's how I look at it. You you're good. But all right, uh, last question and this discussion, uh, I've had in, in multiple venues, multiple times, and it's always kind of like fifty fifty, depending on the culture, so to speak. And Chris, I'm gonna start with you, and I'm just gonna go around the room and and, and get everyone. Is it ratchet mm-hmm. to get money pinned on your shirt to celebrate your birthday? <laughs> um, I, I hate to answer that question because I do know people who do that, <laughs> and. You being one of them? I, I don't know, man. I'm like, look, I don't do that. Okay, I'll just say that. I don't do that. I mean, I don't pin money on me. I don't, you know. Nah, 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 nah. But um, if you want to do that, that's fine. <laughs> I don't know. I can tell by your voice that you kind of want to say something about it. Yeah, it's, it's pretty ratchet. It's pretty ghetto. Uh, but, you know, it's like, whatever. If you want to do that, hey, you know, more power to you. <laughs> but... Um, I, you know, I think some t- people have a lot of fun with it. I just, I think sometimes, sometimes it depends on who it is. There's certain people that just, it don't matter what they do. They always, it always spins into some ratchet bullshit, mm-hmm. but some people can do it and it's just cute as shit. You know, I mean, it just depends really, but mainly it's not something I would do. <laughs> okay. But you know, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Buck, what about you? There it man? is. <laughs> is it ratchet to get money pinned to your shirt for your birthday? Um, that's just not something that I believe in. I mean, I mean, I guess it's okay for the people that's doing it. Um, I know one time when I when we were having a, a birthday party together, um, they kind of forced us to do that, and I, I felt very uncomfortable walking around. With that, anything pinned to, pinned to me, I didn't like a random name tag at work, so much less putting some, <laughs> putting up there for some money. But um, it was okay for, I mean, for what it was. I really didn't care to do that. I did. That didn't keep it up there long. I probably would have gotten a whole lot more money, but because uh, I was on the dance floor and shit. But I really didn't give a damn. I took that damn shit off. Uh, I think I got about fifteen, twenty dollars, but that's about it. But uh, I really don't care to do that. I, I think it's kind of because to me, it's, it's no better than standing up there on the side of the street corner talking about you work for food, or you you know you homeless. Oh. Or shit. That's what it kind of reminds me of uh, walking around with that damn pen stuck to your ass. So wow. to me, okay. to me, I, I, I think it's really ratchet to me. So when I see somebody walk around like that, I put you in, I put you out there on the street. That's what it looked like to me. So I, I just it's past you know for me. Daddy Rich, <laughs> man, it's it's kind of the money pinning on is is messed up. Just give it to me in the envelope. <laughs> <laughs> 
set it in a bag on the table. That's how we'll do that. We're not going to be dancing and stuff for no money and all that, pinning stuff. Just put it in an envelope, put it in the card or something, put it in the bag. That's how we work that. But we want the money. Remember that. I always <laughs> want the money. <laughs> <laughs> always. Hmm. But just don't give it to me like that. <laughs> I got you. I got you. And my man Rod said it's okay if you're at the club, but it's not cool when you're at work. And um, <laughs> I um, I know there's this gas station that's near my house, and I went there one day, and this lady had some money pinned on her shirt. And uh, I didn't contribute, but I just noticed that, you know, she's working at the cash register. And about probably three or four weeks later, she had money pinned to her shirt again. So I got curious then. I said, what was the money? I said, I said, today's your birthday? She said, yeah. I said, what was the money for a few weeks ago? And she's like, oh, you remember that? I'm so shamed. I'm like, wow, okay. Uh. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> you know, I mean, there's there's some people who take it to the extreme. But Eminem, what do you think, man? Well, I mean, I, I enjoy hearing the depth of everything, but uh, I mean, I never did it, but uh, but I, I just you know I think it's part of like especially certain parts of the country, it's part of an urban culture, just something that you know kind of started and just kind of picked up. I don't think you know I think pretty much with, when it comes to ratchet and ghetto, people that are ghetto and ratchet gonna make anything look like that. I'm, I don't care what they do, it's gonna still look like that, you know. Uh, but uh. I have, uh, you know, pinned plenty of dollars on people before. Uh, never did a guy, but uh, I always, you know, <laughs> got a little quick, cheap thrill out of, you know, pinning my own money on, you know, halfway bump a titty or something, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, um, you know, I ain't never had a problem with it. You know, just like I say, it's, you know, this it's just part of This is part outside of the, the club. Outside of the strip club. This is what we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this, is damn, this is at a damn job. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but, uh, but nah, I, I just, you know, I think, uh, I don't know the, the where that shit originated from, but the first time I ever seen it, uh, well, I mean, that was countless years ago, but it, it, I just seen people doing it to little kids and stuff. And then, uh, yeah. That's where I saw it the most, but over the last ten years, it turned to, uh, well, the the side of town I'm on. Damn near every cashier at Walmart and gas stations and all. That. I mean, it's just like I don't know if people hustling or what. Then it just kind of turned to grown people doing it, especially women. But it used to be primarily children, and I'm I'm not a historian on money pinning, but I think it started with like uncles or. Are are people that customarily don't go out their way to buy gifts, and they just say, "Here, look, man, here's a dollar." Like years before the gift cards came out, and they just be like, you know, pinning money on somebody. I think that's how a lot of that got started. Then the ratchetness and get on this came about when, like I say, people like that are turned anything to ratchet. I mean, they'll turn an Easter egg hunt to some ratchet. Literally, I don't mention <laughs> that too. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I'm man. Here, man, you know. Just... Oh, I believe you. I, I completely believe you. And um, my man PJ Extra chimed in on Twitter. He's up in New York City. And uh, he was like, people actually do that to my pen money on their shirt. He's like, man, that sounds so country. 
So I guess they don't do it. Do they do that up in New York or up north, Crystal? Is that something you see regularly? Uh, in Detroit, yeah, because shit, yeah, there's a bunch of ratchet ass motherfuckers down there. But um, when I was living in in New York, no, we didn't do it in New York. We, no one did anything like that. But it was when I was living in the South that people did that. When I was growing up, mainly that's where I saw it mainly. But yeah, um, mainly it was in for kids, and then yeah, I kind of went into adults and stuff. <laughs> I guess that's why it never became something that I did, or you know, because it just wasn't a part of my upbringing. <laughs> so it just you know, whatever. Yeah. Mm. Well, I um, I don't know. I mean, again, it's with me, I don't care to draw the attention to myself, so I'm never going to pin anything on me. I remember um, when I got married, they did that, and I just felt uncomfortable, but, you know, after I started seeing... You pinned it on you at your wedding? Yeah. Yeah. Now, we had, like, a little... um, Put it in a bag. Put it in a... Well, someone brought... Someone brought one of those wishing whales or something, like a little wishing whale Mm -hmm. or something, where you put stuff in, but... Someone yeah. panted to my shirt. Um, it was like during the dances. People started coming up and getting yeah. dances. And I was like kind of uncomfortable. Then when I started seeing 10s and 20s, I was good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so at that point, you know, I felt like I was a professional dancer. Um, but, yeah, I mean, <laughs> so I know people do it for weddings as well, which like is, is kind of uncommon, but it happens. But uh, I, I just... I, for the people who do it and it's not their birthday, that is as, as wretched as it gets, first of all. Let me say that. <laughs> if you pin your pin money on your shirt, because a lot of times it only takes, you know, a few dollars to get started. And when people see it, they just do it. And sometimes they do it just because they're they're doing it like out of um, guilt almost. Like, well, I, I've walked up and I've made eye contact and I don't want to just pass you by and I give you a dollar. So here's a dollar. And I don't do that. I'll walk them and ask you, oh, it's your birthday? Oh, that's cool. And I'll keep going. You know, because <laughs> if I want to get you something and we're cool like that, I would have gotten you something. That's how I look at it. I'm not going to be pressured into giving somebody something. But, uh, you know, to each their own. But on Tuesday, September 1st, we'll finish what we started a few weeks ago. We started a show called Your Mouth Makes You Ugly, but we ultimately finished <laughs> talking about the Sandra Bland incident and how people could view it. Uh, so I had a ton of questions left over from the original topic, and doggone it, I'm going to finish asking my questions. So Your Mouth Makes You Ugly Part 2 will air Tuesday at 10 p.m. Eastern, followed by Zone Coverage, all brought to you by Um on the Talk to Q radio show. No experts, just opinions. Did anyone have any comments on the shooting that occurred today about the uh, – I can't even remember what city and state it was, but and I'm sure one of you probably know. But um, uh, former newscaster, okay, former newscaster uh, rolled up on a reporter and a person that was being interviewed and a cameraman and pulled out a gun and basically shot, started blasting and killed the reporter. And um, did he kill the cameraman too? Yeah. Worker. 
Yeah, and killed the cameraman. I think the the person who was being interviewed was injured, but she's okay. Then he ultimately went somewhere and shot himself and, and ended up dying later in the hospital or something. But, uh, you know, he says he had a little manifesto, a little 23-page manifesto, talking about how um, he dealt with racism on the job and that they were wrong for getting rid of him from the news station. He was a disgruntled employee. He talked about how he admired the Virginia Tech killer and the people from Columbine. And so he sounded like he had a bunch of different things going on. And, mm-hmm. I mean, Chris, I'll start with you on this. Um, is this guy a product of, to me, it's like a combination of things. He had what happened at work. He didn't know how to cope with it. He probably had some other mental issues. And then to top it off, I mean, did he have role models in the previous serial killers that get glorified on TV? I mean, is that all like a formula for what happened today? Well, you know, it sounded like mostly, um, well, he said it himself that he was a ticking time bomb, basically. He was a, you know, pressure cooker or whatever. was just about to explode at any moment. Uh, it sounded like he wasn't very happy with his job and position. I guess he wasn't getting um, what he wanted, the kind of stories he wanted or whatever. And then he, um, you know, he, of course he brought racism into it, which may or very well may be the case, you know, you know, with any job, you never know the situation. But, um, yeah, it does sound like he was pissed off about a lot of things. And um, this was the way it came out. And it's the female, I think he was upset because the girl ended up, I guess she got a position he didn't feel that she was, you know, ready for. Or he felt slighted that she got it. You know, you see that kind of this idiot get this job. And, you know, and then, of course, he was fired. And I think he was still in contact with other um, employees, so he was still talking about it and stuff. So, you know, just all the way around. I mean, him being, you know, um, and admiring these other guys, I think the admiration was mainly the fact that he could do something like this. He could just make a just bold statement or whatever, which it seemed like he was trying to do with his manifesto, and he had been calling um ABC and different places to try to get I guess get them ready for something that he was going to do. I don't know if it was actually going to be this, but he was trying, I don't know. He, I guess he was trying to figure out something he could do in order to make himself immortal or whatever. And um so people can talk about it or whatever. And I don't know. He wanted and he said of course in there that he wanted to start a race Riot or some shit. Oh, he so. mentioned that as well. I missed that. Yeah, he did. And so, so there's a lot of stuff combined. Daddy Rich, what can be done about stuff like this? I mean, I'm pretty sure people close to him had some type of clue that something was wrong, but just chose to ignore it or thought he was kidding. Or, I mean, I, it's just hard to believe he kept all this to himself. Yeah, man, uh, they probably should have. Somebody, because I I think I heard that he had tipped people off about this situation. 
Uh, it's not something that it just all of a sudden, I think that it was plotted. He planned it out. And I think there were some people I was hearing that did know about it. And I think that those people didn't take him serious. Uh, I think maybe they thought, you know, just like an average person, you know, just talking crap about because they lost their job or whatever, you know, whatnot. And, you know, I don't think they took him serious enough, you know, at the time to know what was at stake within his mind. And uh, he just blew up. And, yes, I think someone should have taken a look at it and maybe got him some help, you know, some kind of way. But, you know, that's – you say that now, but it's just like, it's just like I said, you, you never know. I mean, you don't know if somebody's just talking trash yeah. or if they really are going to do it, you know. So, you know, as much trash is talked, you know what I mean? It's almost like you just have to take it seriously, though. Right. Especially nowadays, when somebody starts talks like that, you know, you probably need to get somebody that's uh, professional to get inside their minds. Mm-hmm. I agree. All right. So, uh, Eminem, what's your take on the whole situation, man? I mean, is this media influence, would it be treated the same way in the media being that, you know, the guy's black? I mean, let's throw that out there, too. Well, I, I got a, well, well, of course, first of all, it's, it's unfortunate that anybody lose their life over somebody else's bullshit. But uh, unlike uh, the the tragedy that happened here, I guess it's been about, shit, what, close to 20 years ago now, huh, with uh, Kendall Torrance. He had issues on the job, but he, you know, he went and blasted the people he had issues with. And um, mm-hmm. this don't seem like a case where, like, n- like nobody deserves to die. But I have more respect for this, 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 this fucker if he took out the people that actually felt that that discriminated against him on the job. But a damn, you know, cameraman and, you know. Uh, anchor that probably wasn't even employed when he was there and all that type of shit. That's kind of like, man, that just shooting people for nothing. I like to, I don't like to see nobody get popped. But I mean, if I'm saying I got a problem with you on the job, me coming in and and shooting a damn uh, family service worker and all that kind of shit, that ain't got nothing to do with it. I want to go after the person that I have a direct problem with. Then you would think, kinda, uh, you you know, you would think. And as far as getting help, you know, I, I kind of laugh when I hear people say somebody should have reached out. Okay, all right, let's look at the facts. Number one, uh, they say a picture's worth a thousand words, right? Just looking at this damn picture, this dude don't like he ever had, had a fist fight in his life, let alone would come pop somebody on TV. So me being me, I would hear that shit and be like, man, shit, just. You know, grab you a beer and calm down. So you ain't going to do shit, man. You know, like, I mean, just casually saying you ain't going to do shit naively because a lot of times it's just human nature, especially in a, a you know, uh, traditional black culture setting where when you hear people make threats, people kind of revert back to, things they know about you from the past. Oh, yeah, man, this dude used to deal, deal drugs or, you know, he was gang-affiliated. So when he talking about, yeah, man, I'm going to handle these niggas, people's like, hey, nah, man, you, you don't need to do that. But when somebody is like, 
you know, not just because the dude gay or whatever, but if somebody was just like never known to be violent, if they are saying something, it's almost stereotypical, but it's almost like you, it's almost like laughing at a kid being mad and just talking shit. It's like, yeah, he talking, but he ain't going to do shit, man. He's a kid. You know, mm-hmm. but it's kind of like on that line, you know. So I think it's kind of really hard to help people like that. Like the dude Cho, I think that was his name from Virginia Tech years back. I mean, he looked like a damn, I mean, you know, he, he don't look like somebody that would, that would be a threat, even if he was saying something. It was just like, oh, man, you ain't going to do shit, you know. Kind of like Remy the on learning, sh- you know. Oh yeah, but we saw how Remy did. Yeah, exactly. So I think is I think this is a a even though it's a tragedy, I think this is time to seriously uh, take a look at not just basing stuff off people's past. I know a lot of people in law enforcement do that. I mean, they look at a threat strictly as a black dude walking around tatted up with teardrops on his eyes, you know. But this little skinny. You know, Caucasian guy, something might be coming to wipe out 20 people. You see what I'm saying? So I think mm-hmm. it's time for people to take everybody serious and not just going by them old FBI profiles that came out, you know, in the 70s or whatever. This guy with this type of brow and this height and all this shit is more likely to do, you know, it's time to get rid of that because, see, that used to kind of be true, but now, as we're seeing example after example, you got chicks out here killing dudes. You got kids out here killing people. I mean, now it's just like you got to take everybody serious. You do, and it's um, and what's so messed up about it is that I mean, man, when I go to a restaurant now, restaurant I make that. sure I'm, I'm facing the door. Um, I'm just I'm just constantly looking at people who come off as weird, and and but I don't know if you have the same paranoia that maybe I do, but I mean, I'm just, I'm not saying that it's constantly on my mind, but it it will hit me every now and then that man, somebody could walk in here and do something foolish. But? Alright, can you hear me? Yep. Alright. I mean, to me, I'm not too, it really doesn't concern me that much. Um, I just, you know, I just roll with it. So, I don't get paranoid when, you know, something like that happens. But, you know, I just, you know, you're not surprised anymore with today's society because, I mean, just when you think you're surprised with one minute, something else happens that's just, you know, so far off the wall that it's almost now it comes, you know, it's expected, you know. It's almost like, you know, we feed on it. So it doesn't, it doesn't really surprise me when something strange occurs like that. So. Maybe the shock of it, maybe, but really not surprised by it. Man, I don't know. Like when I heard the story this morning, um, I, I just like, well, I said, here goes another one, and um, I really? didn't, re- re- I didn't know what the scenario was. Of course, you know, you're always trying to figure out, well, why did this person do it? Was it random? And I have to say, even though it's tragic. I have to say, I actually feel better when it appears to be a reason. Uh, Now, if this guy was disgruntled, 
I'm not saying he should have done what he did, but I feel better knowing that it appears that he has a reason as opposed to like that nut in Colorado who just went in there and just shot at the movie theater. I don't know if he ever said why he did it or not. I don't know if dude don't like movies. I don't know what the situation is. Popcorn too high. I mean, it's just ridiculous <laughs> as far as when something like that happens and there's no reason. So does how do you all feel the same way that when there's like something thrown out there as far as why a person did it, it kind of makes you feel a little more at ease that it's just not some random killing? No. But, you know, the thing, the thing I wanted to add to that, um, I think that some of these people that, you know, do some of these, ran, these random acts of violence, um, maybe they should be studied, you know, after, you know, most of, most of the time these drugs shoot themselves and kill themselves. At this point, we need to see if they're suffering something in terms of, you know, from a mental standpoint, like, you know, did they, you know, did they have some sort of injury or, see, you know, or, you know, concussion syndrome or something, yeah. you know, and... Or were they, you know, were they bullied as kids or something like that? And a lot of times, you know, some people don't, some people, you know, when we were coming up, we were stronger than what's, what's coming up now. And, um, you know, we could, some of us could take bullying, bullying and then we ended up bullying somebody else. But some people can't take that. And, you know, depending on, you know, what they, you know, what they're experiencing at home. If they're already experiencing bad at home, and they're not, and then they're experiencing bad in school, and then they carry that, you know, they carry that into adulthood, you know, and they take something like, you know, be a police officer or, or just, you know, some bad stuff start happening at work and they start getting fired and all this kind of stuff. It just builds up. So, you know, I think that we, you know, we need to start taking a different approach to this to see if we can kind of curtail it by studying it and seeing, you know, seeing what we can do to try to correct it. Yes, yes, he, he's right because I had a friend in high school. What you're talking about, things that are happening at home, and compared to what's happening in his social life at school or whatnot, it overwhelmed him, and he didn't kill anyone else, but he killed himself. For everyone to see in the parking lot of the high school, you know, when we came to school that morning. Uh, mm. And you're right; they need to study these people and find out why they click like that, because it's a select few. <laughs> I, I just, you know, I, I, I don't. I mean, there's so many scenarios now. Okay, you have the. Virginia Tech guy, you have the Boston Bombers, the Colorado dude, you got Columbine, you got Sandy Hook, you got uh, Luke Woodham from Pearl High School, not too far from where I live. Uh, I mean, there's so many of these guys, and it's like they become larger than life when they shouldn't. And I, I just, I, I, my 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 main problem I have is how the media runs the story sometimes. They make these guys look so cool. I mean, the Boston Bomber, wasn't he on, like, Rolling Stone magazine? You know, dude looked like a 1982 Andrew Dice Clay. I mean, you know, he just looked a lot cooler than what he should have been. And I think they make a big deal out of this. And um, Now, Crystal, help me out as far as the story is concerned. The guy shot himself, and he, he did die later. He didn't die immediately, right?
Can y'all hear me? Hello? Can you hear me? Yeah, I couldn't hear anybody else. Can y'all hear me? Yeah. Okay. I don't know what I don't know what just happened. I was talking and no one responded, so I wasn't sure what was going on. But oh, uh, I didn't hear that. Then can you hear me? No. Yeah, yeah, I, I have you all now. It was a dropout. But um, okay. no, I, I was saying I was asking you. The guy didn't he shoot himself and die later? I don't think he died immediately. I thought he died. I th- okay, it's one of those things. Um, when he was shot. Yeah, yeah, he didn't die immediately. He he shot himself in the car. Um, I think he died maybe an hour or something after he got to the hospital or something. So I guess they were trying to save him, but you know he died. So I mean, he, he didn't even do that right. But um, <laughs> I just think it's it's very cowardly to do things like this. And it's it's one thing to, you know, you want to get back at someone who did you wrong. I understand that, you know, it's a little extreme, but there's an exception to every rule. But to roll up on someone unarmed and shoot them, it's just so uncalled for. It, it, it just really is. I don't understand it. And it's just something that seems to be happening, happening a lot more and more. Now, how often this happened prior to... 24-hour news stations, I don't know, but I just don't think it happened as, you know, often 30 years ago as it's happening now. And you will get three, four of these things every year. And I don't know, it just makes me uncomfortable at times. But, but all right, let me get ready to wrap, yeah, wrap things up, and I'll go ahead and get to final thoughts. And let's see. Looks like Eminem dropped off. Buck, I'll go to you. Buck, can you hear me? Can you hear me? I got you. All right. Am I coming in clear? Because I don't know if I am or not. You are clear, sir. Yep. Great show tonight. Um you spoke about really good. Yeah, I, like, I like all the feedback that we were getting tonight about, you know, birthdays and so forth. Also, um, you know, I really, like I said, stated just a few minutes ago about, you know, the the guy that, you know, killed his co-worker, you know, former co-workers or whatnot because, you know, he felt that he should have been at, in that position. I really think that we need to start, you know, instead of, you know, taking a different approach on it, I think we need to, you know, start studying these people and um, trying to catch these warning signs a whole lot earlier because we don't know what kind of life these guys led, you know, from childhood or, you know, or whatnot. And, you know, now, you know, there's only so much rejection somebody can take. It's like Crystal said, he was a ticking time bomb. Um just something I think we need to, you know, maybe do autopsy and do brain scans and those kind of things to see if we can determine what kind of issues that, you know, it could be happening. He could be, you know, it could be something medically wrong that, you know, he he or she yeah. could have been dealing with. So, but great show as always and glad to be a part of it. Thank you, sir. Daddy Rich. 
Man, great show, Crystal. Glad to hear your voice. Uh, Buck, Thank you. hey, man, I agree with you about the minds, man. They, they've they got to get to these people's minds, man. When they see them from the jump, they're not right. They've got to start figuring out why and how to fix it. And maybe that will help or get some kind of drug that's going to, you know, help that situation. But they've got to start early because uh, this stuff can't keep happening. You know, most people are strong enough minded not to get weak that way. Uh, and for people to get weak, there's something wrong because the normal person, as you see with the percentages, they may think they want to go and kill people because of those reasons. And they may talk shit just like, you know, in the hood, man, I'm going to kill that nigga, man. He, he did this, but they're not going to do it. You know, for some reason, these people that are doing this, it it's goes further than just, I'm going to kill that mother. They will do it. They will do it. And it's it's just like, uh, you know, Buck said, man, we've got to get to these people early and fix that, man. We've got to. <laughs> but great show, Q. I always love being on. Everybody on does a great job, man. Thank you, sir. Definitely appreciate it. And Chris, shut it down for me. Okay, well, uh, great deal. I just I could, for everyone else, um, they said basically what I was going to say. You have to, you have to take people seriously when they, whether you're talking about um, suicide or homicide. Sometimes, depending on the situation, the um, the suicide may they may want to take a few people out before they go. And, um, but we're always telling people how we feel, you know, um, but a lot of it is ignored because we don't want anyone to bring us down. So we ignore them and we say, well, you'll be all right. You know, well, you know, you have to think positive and blah, blah, blah. And shut up, leave me alone so I can go on with my happy life. And so this is what isolates people and they have no one to talk to about it. And as far as the, um, you know, the black culture or just any culture really nowadays, a lot of people don't want to um, go and talk to a therapist and they don't want to get that kind of professional help. So you really have to do interventions with people but when it gets to that level where he's at, where, you know, some of the others who have done these types of killings um, are at, it's it's almost too far gone because they've been saying this for years, you know, a lot of times. And people always think it's the very last thing that happened to them. No. Yeah. This has been happening for a long time. No one was listening, you know. I mean, it, he just like he talked about it. I mean, he wrote a manifesto. Most of us don't write manifestos, but we talk about it all the time about you know what's going on in our head, what's going on in our, in our lives, and and what's you know given to people is that well, I don't give a shit. So so you stop talking and you start thinking about what you're going to do to get yourself out of this. And unfortunately, a lot of times that is. Um, the way you do it by suicide or homicide or both. So, um, and you know, that's the only way you can feel like you 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 matter that you you know you meet you have some sort of purpose in life. And it's 
and it's a very sad, twisty way to think, but it's the truth. It's, that's why they go out the way they go out. So they can say, well, you know, I'll be remembered somehow because they don't feel that anyone will remember them any other way. So you do have to take people seriously. And um, good show. And even though it started late, but um, sorry I missed yesterday. But I'll check out the next show. Thank you, ma'am. I appreciate you all hanging in there. And, um, you know, because like I said, I was going to reschedule the show. And, um, you know, just move it to another time. And I had pretty much all but given up. It had been, I normally don't try more than 15 minutes. It had been 30. But the lady was persistent, and she was able to help me. So, shouts out to Madeline. Thank you for that. But um, it did affect my ability to play my ads. Uh, what happened is she ended up turning off the hi-fi in my studio. So some of my newer ads, which are download uploaded under hi-fi, won't play. But my older ads, like, you know, Crystal's theme song and everything, it would play. So go figure. But um, <laughs> it looks like I have an – what is that, Buck? Is that you calling back in? I guess that's Buck. But um Yeah, that's I'm okay. Can you hear me? Yeah. Um but I mean, you know, so blog talk radio seems like they always have problems on Wednesdays when they do have them. But um not gonna sweat it. Uh glad I was able to get on the air, chop it up with you all. It was a little unorthodox, a little off balance. It felt a little off balance for me. because uh, normally I'm hyped up and I'm ready to go at nine and I was thrown off a little bit. But uh, you all did what you normally do. You brought it, and um, it turns out to be a good show. So I just got to talk back, to, talk to my sponsors, let them know what happened, and let them know I'll get them on the next show. I also want to mention that uh, Tropical Storm Erica is approaching <laughs> the Virgin Islands, and you know we got two show legends on the Virgin Islands: Archie and Mashivia. Um, they don't think it's going to grow any more than a tropical storm by the time it gets there sometime late Thursday afternoon or Thursday night. But, you know, keep them in your thoughts and prayers. And they've had kind of a drought lately, so they need the rain, but no one wants that much rain. So just be sure to keep them in mind tomorrow as Tropical Storm Erica goes across the Virgin Islands. My thanks to BattleRiser.com, OffersByYou.com, and LiveTrader.com, who you would have heard from had everything been working properly tonight. Thanks to my show legends, callers, and tweet chatters. Thanks to the people on Facebook. Man, if y'all go look at my Facebook page, man, every question I put out there might have like 15, 20, 30 comments. I mean, the the tweet chat moved to Facebook, and it was busy. So it was hard to keep up with everything, but uh, a lot going on there if you want to go online um, and check that out and answer some of those questions for yourself. The upcoming show schedule can be found at TalkToQ.com. If you want to hear previous shows, then subscribe to me on iTunes or Stitcher Radio and get caught up. I was going to do zone coverage um, after the show, but given that we got to a late start, I'm going to go ahead and save that. And uh, not a whole lot to talk about after we had a discussion last night. So uh, we'll get back into zone coverage on Tuesday um, after the main the main topic. So, everyone, have a great night. Again, thanks for coming on. Peace out. Hey, what up, Q? What up, Radio World? Well, let me thank you for having me on your show. It's so awesome to be here with you and all your listeners.
My name is Quincy. And this is my show, the Talk to Q Radio Show. Carla, go ahead. I was told that I was a man-eater. I never really have a lot of pity for females when it comes to relationships. It's almost like posting a blog, except I'm doing it live. Now, let me bring Amanda on the line. I didn't realize she was holding there. Amanda, what's going on? Hey, Q. Hey, everybody. Does that make sense? I like that. I'm going to say that again one day. Oh, my goodness. Oh, that came out. Oh, all kinds of freaky. That's not what I meant. (laughs) Follow Q, guys. Thanks. Peace out.